From the Markets section of the Wall Street Journal, Junk Bond Sell-Off Intensifies, by Sarah Krauss, Kirsten Grind, and Mike Cherney. Investors retreated from the U.S. junk bond market for the third straight trading day, and stocks of large asset managers were hit by heavy selling, a sign that the deepest turmoil in financial markets since summer is intensifying. Some investors reported difficulties selling lower-rated bonds quickly or at listed prices, though others said the market appeared to stabilize somewhat after the record plunge in prices on Friday. While the market for the highest quality bonds remains intact, there are signs across Wall Street that investors are losing confidence in lower quality bonds and the firms that most actively deal in them. Waddell and Reed Financial Inc., which manages the $6.2 billion IV high income fund that has suffered the largest outflows this year of any junk bond fund, tumbled 7.5%. Alliance Bernstein Holding LP, which runs the $5.8 billion AB High Income Advisor Fund, dropped 7%. Affiliated Managers Group, Inc., a major investor in Third Avenue Management LLC, which last week suspended withdrawals at its junk bond fund, dropped 5.7%. Investors are nervous about how they should model earnings, and if assets of these firms are as sticky as they thought, said Anton Schutz, president of Mendon Capital Advisors Corp., who manages $700 million in investments. Other asset management firms, including BlackRock Inc., the world's largest money manager by assets, Invesco Limited, and Eaton Vance Corp. also declined on a day in which the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 103.29 points, or 0.6%, to 17,368.50. Stocks and high-yield bonds typically move in the same direction, but on Monday, as stocks rose, the iShares iBox high-yield corporate bond exchange-traded fund, the largest junk bond ETF by assets, fell 0.9% Monday to $78.83 a share. Debt from energy companies dropped more than the broader market, and prices on bonds from firms including Chesapeake Energy Corp. declined significantly. Trading was smoother in higher-rated firms, such as Microsoft Corp., with declines largely matching a retreat in U.S. Treasury prices. Several senior Wall Street executives said they were watching closely for signs the junk bond tumult would spread to other funds and other markets. By Monday afternoon, they said they remained confident a full-blown credit crunch wasn't imminent, saying the worst selling was largely confined to the debt of the lowest quality borrowers. Still, analysts said both share price action and flows into and out of junk bond mutual funds would likely provide a better read in coming days on how serious the deterioration of confidence is. It's very ugly said Aaron Eisenstark, chief investment officer at Iron Financial LLC. All you see in the press is high yield taking it on the chin. Meanwhile, concerns over the U.S. junk bond route spilled over to Europe, where investors fear forced selling could lead to a wider market route. The cost of insuring against a default on $10 million of European high-yield bonds for five years rose to a two-month high of $360,000 a year on Monday, according to Market up from $339,000 on Friday and $294,000 a week ago. Previously, Europe was viewed as a safe haven, and recently we've seen that change, said Saul Doctor, a strategist at J.P. Morgan Chase & Company. However, investors have been able to take comfort from low default rates. The default rate on European high-yield bonds during the prior 12 months was 0.3% at the end of September, according to Fitch Ratings, its latest available data. By contrast, more than $5.5 billion of December defaults in the U.S. have pushed the rate to 3.3% in that market, Fitch said Monday. In the U.S., representatives for retail brokerages run by Bank of America Corp.'s Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, and Raymond James Financial, Inc. 
have been calling fixed income fund managers since Thursday afternoon to ask about liquidity in their funds or the ability to easily buy or sell at stated prices, according to people familiar with the matter. Questions have included what percentage of fund assets are illiquid and how that proportion has changed in recent months, the people said. Chicago fund manager Driehaus Capital Management LLC sent a note to wealth advisors in response to the Third Avenue fund liquidation, arguing that it wasn't a seminal event in the market akin to the collapse of Bear Stearns' mortgage-backed hedge funds in 2007. On Friday, clients pulled $97.4 million in assets from a credit fund run by Avenue Capital Group, sending total withdrawals to $943.3 million for all of 2015, according to fund research firm Morningstar, Inc. Assets dropped to $884.32 million as of December 8th, as compared with $2.01 billion at the end of last year, according to Morningstar. Avenue Capital was founded two decades ago by billionaire hedge fund manager Mark Lassery and sister Sonia.